this is the front desk. Hello and uh, welcome back to the Krakenbacks podcast with your hosts, Dr. Terry Wyman and Dr. Spencer Barron. How are we doing today, guys? Excellent. Doing fantastic. Awesome. Today we are joined by two special guests, uh, both calling in today. Uh, each are students of the practice with one hailing from the West and one from the East. Our hosts have used this episode as a show and tell type uh, of episodes. So let's meet the students that Dr. Wyman has brought. Meet Ethan Peterson, a student at Life Chiropractic College West, working on his doctorate in chiropractic. How are we doing today, Ethan? I'm fantastic. Gotta love that calling quality, everyone. Uh, <laughs> awesome. After hailing uh, and hailing from the East, we have Samantha Sharon working at Kaiser University, uh, working for chiropractic medicine. How are we doing today, Samantha? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing great. Awesome. So I believe, uh, Dr. Wyman and Baron, you guys have some questions for, to ask. So uh, I'm going to hand the uh, baton over to you guys, and uh, let's hear it. Very good. Very good. Okay. So, Ethan, you are up first. I'm going to ask you a question about what age did you actually receive your first treatment, and how long after that you did receive that treatment did you decide that the field of chiropractic was something you wanted to be involved in? So, um, sort of untraditional, I didn't receive chiropractic treatment until um, I actually started working. And so I was probably 22, 23 years old before I actually got my first chiropractic adjustment. Um, And even until then, it was about um, two or three years later that I finally decided that chiropractic was going to be my job. Very good, very good. uh, Oh, sorry. You had more to add to that? No, no, you're good. Yeah, no, you're good. That was it. (laughs) Samantha? I received my first treatment when I was probably about 15. I think I went twice and then kind of fell off the wagon. And then when I got back into sports um, in college, around 19, I started consistently seeing someone. And that's kind of when I shift my major altogether. Love it. Love it. Terry? Hey, guys. uh, you know, when Spencer and I started 30-something years ago, chiropractic was kind of it's still not a mainstream thought process for healthcare, and now it's a lot more uh, thought after. What areas of society do you see chiropractic moving to um, in the next five years that guys like us probably wouldn't even think about? Samantha, why don't you start that, I mean, start that one out? Okay. Um, so, I mean, I'm sure you guys deal with this now. However, I think um, in the next five years, we might move more um, heavily into the pediatric side. Um, I know a lot of people still see um, adolescents, but, you know, um, after um, babies are born, they go through this traumatic process. I think it might be um, become more popular to kind of treat those babies after just because it is so traumatic and there's so much pressure um, so yeah. Do you not, uh, on the East coast, see a lot of chiropractors treating babies? 
I personally have not. I mean, I know that that's done, um, but I think it'll become more popular, especially maybe um, in high schools involved with sports, having chiropractors for particular teams um, dedicated to those teams, high schools. I feel like that's not something that's really prevalent right now. And Ethan, the same question. Where do you see uh, the chiropractic going in the next five years that may surprise some of us? Yeah, um, you know, chiropractic in the next five years is, uh, well, I mean, we're kind of in, a, in an interesting time with our profession right now. And so uh, I, I do agree with the pediatrics thing um, that Sam said. We're, we're going a lot into that. But uh, the, the big one that I've kind of seen is um, there was this generation that was really afraid of getting their necks cracked. Um, and every single time that I told somebody, hey, I'm going to chiropractic school, it was usually the people that were in between, like, 45 to 60 years old, at least where I grew up, that were like, ooh, no, why, why, would you, why would you go let somebody pop your back? It's bad for your joints. It's bad for you. And since then, I've actually talked to a lot of them, and a lot of them are starting to come around and saying, like, oh, yeah, no, I've seen all this stuff happening, and people swear by their chiropractors. And so kind of like that middle generation, you know, that uh, was probably young during the Mercedes 80s. I think those guys are starting to come around and we'll be seeing a lot more of them, um, of the general population. Because, I mean, we already see a lot of the, the weekend warriors and all those kinds of guys, but like just the general people that are coming in suffering from all types of pain, not just back pain. That's, that's actually really interesting. Okay. All right. Now, I will say that you know, as much as you're curious about whether pediatrics is prevalent or popular here in South Florida or at least on the East Coast, but, uh, you know, Sam's been exposed to the athletic part of, uh, of chiropractic in the office. But we do have a big college in, uh, in uh, Marietta, Georgia, uh, Life College, and yep. they do a lot of pediatrics. A lot. So there's actually on the West Coast in well, not really in the Midwest, Oklahoma. There's a hospital specifically for chiropractic oh, and right. kids, and yeah. they do a lot of everything from uh, cerebral palsy, and that's their big deal out there. And it's all a chiropractic for different types of ailments, especially in the pediatric world. So that's kind of cool. Yeah, I forgot about that hospital. It's pretty, pretty. Uh, it's been around for a long time. Yeah, pretty. All right, too. so. So I got a quick question out of curiosity. Now, let's say you walk into a room, the patient is prone and you are looking anxious to attack the spine and adjust, or as we refer, crack the back. Which <laughs> side of the table are you approaching the patient on? The right side or the left side? Sam? Um, or uh, Ethan, I'm Ethan, go ahead. <laughs> okay, yeah, so... Uh, I don't know. I think that my my uh, inclination is just to go to the right side. Um, being in school all this time, um, that is, uh, you're kind of taught, especially in your diagnostic classes, go to the right side. Just stay on the right side. Um, so, yeah, I would probably go to the right side. Very good. So, there's I no actually... There's no right was, or wrong answer, but go ahead, Sam. Go to the left side. Oh, look at that, huh? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, a little mm-hmm. east-west there. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. is the left. Well, I go to the left, so that's that's two. 
That's two East Coasters that go to the left. Which and side do you go right. on, Terry? I go, I go to the right. Look at that. Oh. Oh, <laughs> Where you go, Ethan? Hey, uh, hey you got it. Uh, all right, but uh, hey, Sam, if you were if you're doing your treatment and was done to a soundtrack, what would be the first song on that track? Oh, that's a good question. Don't worry about a thing. Nice. I was waiting for something from Jimmy Buffett or something. Hey, uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, hey Ethan, what about you? What would be this, your first song, your soundtrack? I don't know. It might be a little bit off kilter, but I'm like war pig right now. <laughs> just just, just got to get into that treatment and just feel it, you know? <laughs> I love that. What Ethan, Ethan, did you have a did you have a good childhood? <laughs> I had a great childhood. <laughs> Adjusting hey. the Black Sabbath seems a little bit of. <laughs> that, yeah. I grew up on that, Ethan. I don't know how you know I, I about that. that. Hey, I've worked with Ethan on the sidelines. He was our athlete trainer at our high school, so that just fits perfect. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> how about you, Terry? Do you have one? Uh, yeah. You sound I constipated. I, 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 I did hesitate. You know, I, I, it all depends on my mood. I guess it'd have to go, but uh, it could go anything. I can't pull something off the top of my head. I'm too old for that. Uh, <laughs> well, I can, and my favorite is that by that group uh, or by that guy Montel Jordan. Uh, this is how we do it. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, you crack me up. <laughs> all right, next one, Spence. Well, let's see. If the earning potential was equal, do you prefer an independent practice or more of a group facility? And you know, with only the, you know, with only the East Coast or West Coast as your location, which would you choose? Um, personally, I would choose a group facility. I think personally, it would be ignorant to say that we can do it all. Um, so I think. Uh, you know, something, sometimes things are out of our scope, so it would be nice to have other professionals in the building and be able to work with them, co-manage patients. Yeah. Nice answer. And Ethan? East Coast or West Coast? Yeah, I have to. Uh, uh, West Coast. I would, um, I, I would agree with Sam. I would definitely like to work in some type, some type of a multidisciplinary setting. So just getting all of the people in there um, to best treat that patient for whatever needs that they may have at any time and point. Very good. And, Very and good. would you but, stay? Would you stay on the West Coast, or would you go somewhere else? Uh, probably, I'd, I'd go to the Midwest. Uh, the, the West Coast has a little bit too many people for me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Sam. Sam, do you want to? Would you practice on the East Coast or the East Coast? Which the oh, East Coast for sure. <laughs> I'll let your technical issues on the West Coast speak for themselves. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, we could we could go to the East and talk about the stuffiness as well. So, hey, uh, hey, Ethan, what was what's your social media of choice? Um, so currently, I do have um, a student Cairo page. Uh, it's uh, hashtag is Cairo Um. And it doesn't have too much on it because this quarter is slightly hectic. So, and I just started it probably about two quarters ago, just getting everything kind of rolling. 
Um, it's more for me just to place content on it right now so that when I actually go live with, with real patients and stuff, that there's content on it and there's not just a blank page. And that and that's through Facebook? Uh, what's that? Uh, Instagram. Yep, that's Instagram. Instagram. Facebook is for old people, Terry. Come on. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. TikTok. <laughs> what about you? Snapchat. Oh, my God. <laughs> what about you, Sam? Uh, right now, I use Instagram predominantly. However, I love TikTok. Um, could definitely see myself moving into that social media platform. It, it, got it. <laughs> Are you I choked do up, Terry? Do you, I don't do TikTok or Snapchat. I guess I am in that older, older, <laughs> older category. Oh my gosh! All right. Well, let, let's let's take this one step further. And Ethan, has YouTube or and and TikTok helped the profession or or hurt it? I mean, we get all sorts of different opinions from patients. You know that uh, that some of the ones that are aggressively cracking the spine that seem to have a whole heck of a lot of viewers. You know, I tend to wonder about that. But what do you thought? What are your thoughts on that? Um, <clears throat> my thought process on that is I personally don't um, don't vibe, I suppose is the word, with the way that chiropractic on TikTok and, and social media is actually portrayed because it is, like you said, a lot of those people that are just heavily cracking the spine, they put microphones right by the spine to make sure that they get good feedback and stuff <laughs> like that. And like, yeah, that that, that is... That is a part of our job, the, the actual cavitation. But I mean, it's just chiropractic has so much more to offer. And um, I feel like right. a lot of our haters, too, on social media use those videos as like, this is all they do. This is all they want to do. And they kind of use that to their advantage to, to bash chiropractic. And so um, personally, yeah, I don't I, I don't think that they're doing um, quite the service that chiropractic deserves. I, I agree. Yeah, it's uh, it seems a bit challenging at times. Although I can't argue with the fact that we tend to get a lot of uh, patients that watch our videos and come in saying that we saw you on Instagram and we like your personalities, or it's not, you know, it's not even we we like what kind of treatment you use. It's oh, you guys seem like fun, and they come in that way. So you get a little taste of what the doctor and the staff is about. Uh, when it's done a certain way, but some of that that heavy duty um, Y strap or you know the I was just gonna <laughs> yeah. say I was just gonna say that Y strap thing. Oh my god! Oh my gosh! Yeah, it's it's pretty intense. Sam, what do you think? Yeah, no, I agree with Ethan completely. Um, I think it could have a negative connotation to it. However, I think it also makes people curious. And I think that's kind of the first step to getting um, patients into the door. Um, so, you know, they see these videos and they're so intrigued by these loud sounds. And so they're curious. So they come in and then obviously you show them, you know, they learn what it really is and what it's about. But um, I think it is good just to kind of, I guess, bring more awareness and make people more curious about our profession in general. You know, I have a quick on, on that uh, topic. I got a quick question because you see this generation, the number, you know, some of the topics are opening boxes or popping a pimple or, you know, the loudest crack. 
how do you think that part of our generation, you know, why are they fascinated with it and how can you guys use that to your advantage? Sam? I mean, I think it's fascinating for anyone. It's, I mean, with a microphone, right? it's such a loud sound, you know, you're hearing multiple cracks. So I do think it's um, fascinating. <laughs> um, and then I think how we use that is by, you know, bringing them in, explaining what it really is. But I think, you know, when you start to treat these patients and they begin to feel better, you're like their hope. So they have, you know, faith in you and, you know, you build this relationship and then they just continue to come and see you and you have trust. So I do think it could be a positive outlet. All right. Last questions, because I know we got to wrap this up, but Ethan, what is the best advice after what you've gone through, both as an athletic trainer and now finishing up chiropractic school? What's the best advice you would give a high school senior who said they wanted to be a chiropractor? Um, best advice is go in with your own mindset on what you want to practice with. Um, but be generally open to learning everything. Um, Chiropractic is a very, very diverse world from everything that I've been to. You get people that work work on more of the tonal side of things, and you get people who are strictly just exercise people and just go to chiropractic to get a degree. And there's no shortage of in-between in there. And so what I've learned is that coming into chiropractic school and having, and having my mindset of going into a sports world, practicing more diversified, was very narrow. And so getting to learn all of the aspects of chiropractic. So one, you're not bashing it in the future and you're helping your profession lead into a longer, into a higher standard. And two, so when you get into practice, you know when something may be out of what you can treat somebody for and you know other things that can actually help them and you can refer them to those people. Wow. Good answer. Great answer. Sam? I would say uh, start studying for boards now. <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> but seriously, um, no. <laughs> I, I would say, you know, to just shadow as many people as you can, get your name out there, get your face out there, meet as many people because there are so many different practices and everyone practices differently. And, uh, you know, you can't just see the way one person practices. So just to kind of get out there and see it all and figure out what you like and what your groove is. And yeah. Great. Great. Uh, uh, you know, I love that. I think our profession is in good hands. If you guys yeah. are going into it, I think that's from people who've been out a long time. It's nice to hear the passion. It's nice to hear the excitement and you two are extremely bright and it's a pleasure to have you on our show. And I think our, I look forward to talking to you guys in two or three years. Please come back and tell us how your journey's gone. And uh, I know from this guy in the, in the south of the west, I wish you all the best of luck. Yeah, same here. I think those are fantastic answers. And you're definitely setting the pace for a prosperous future for our pro profession. So thanks. Great answers, all of you. Thanks. Thanks for having us. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah, thank you, guys. We appreciate it. All right, Ethan, go back and study. And you too, Sam. Get ready for boards. <laughs> <laughs> all right, are we all good for today, everyone? 
Yes, we are. All right. Tune in uh, next time, everyone. For uh, for next time, we're going to have more interviews with uh, some more guests. This time, it will be uh, some chiropractors who are coming out into the new field, new some new chiropractors. So make sure you turn in next week for that. So uh, we'll catch you guys later. <laughs>